On Monday, August 8th, Tall Can Audio hits 1,000 episodes. Wait, that's still on? Who could possibly still care? And the gang is all here to celebrate. It's euphoric. It's got to be close to Nirvana. It's outstanding. For the first time ever, Maddie, Michaela, Rob, and Matt are all live in studio together. It's happening, you guys! It's happening! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I wish you all were here! Is this likely to go well? Just check my notes here. No! At least it will make a lot of noise. Boom. Here comes the boom. A thousand pods and a thousand pints. I don't think I've ever been as proud in my entire life. TCA 1000 drops Monday, August 8th, wherever you find low-quality podcasts. Fuck, it's out of control. Shit. The final stop on the road to 1,000 episodes of Talking Audio Podcast. We throw it back in time a little bit here for some audio whiplash. Matt Robinson over here, Rob Christie over there. What are you saying today, man? That's a throwback for sure, big time. Um, not sure how I like about big voice guy. Brian Fridley, our buddy. Saying, he used to take good care of us in the beginning. How you like me now? Who's your daddy? That's what, that's really the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a reason we stopped using that particular, uh, okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, man, not bad. Um, we're on Instagram and Twitter at talk in audio. You can give us a follow there if you want and you should and, uh, subscribe wherever you're hearing us right now, Google pods, Apple podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever you're hearing this right now, stick around because we are just one stop away, man, from episode 1000 of talk in audio. Yeah, I realized, like so many other pods we've done, I never answered the question. Yeah, I almost know. never do. I am going to open with this regardless of what he asks me. It's true, man. I, it's, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I do. I, the words do register. Mm-hmm. It's just there's other things, other things more pressing in my mind <laughs> at, at that moment, right? Or what I'm thinking, right? Which really is what this podcast is, uh, is founded on. It's been, yes. For sure. Uh, been a little while since you've been in into the studio, and uh, I know you brought beer. I did bring beer. It's true, man. What do we got going on today? I am drinking a little something different today. I've never, uh, I've never had. It's called... Uh, Water. <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, salad. Uh, um, it's from Four Degrees Brewing out of Smith Falls. Never heard of them. Uh, uh, prior to having this in my hand, I had also never heard of them. Okay. But this will be right in your wheelhouse. You'll you'll find this to be. Um, well, you're not going to drink it, but <laughs> <laughs> you would have. Found this. You would have enjoyed this. Um, it's a uh, it's an amber ale. Okay. And it's called South of Seven. Okay, I do enjoy that. Yeah, now, it is an odd brewery to be churning that out down in Smith. Like they're a long way from Seven. Yeah. Well, see, they also have living north of Seven. 
Okay. Is a uh, is another beer which I have not had, <laughs> but in the description of this. So you can play the two off. Obviously, I haven't read the description on uh, living north of seven, but right. um, this says it's it's for it's it's slightly more sophisticated. Ooh, right for the urbanite in <laughs> yes. your in your family, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a red ale, but yeah, they say they they list it as smooth with uh, hints of caramel, which is really that's the, a red. Well, and that's the difference, right? If you're South of seven, it's caramel. If you're north of seven, it's caramel. Caramel. Exactly. <laughs> so I'll let you know how that goes. What do you have over there? A classic, man. Uh, one that anybody in the uh, craft beer scene around Ottawa knows all too well. This is the Sunsplit IPA. From Dominion City. From Dominion City. And, Delicious. Uh, I think you probably had tried it before, but I, I remember it landing on my radar. Uh, I think Chris Stevenson was in here and uh, and was drinking that when he made his his TCA. I was going to say debut, but so far one and only <laughs> debut yeah. and finale. <laughs> I don't know if he uh, kind of lost it. I do remember trading messages with him during the pandemic saying, I think you're the oldest guest we've ever had on the show. You'll be the first vaccinated with me. <laughs> You'll be the first guest back in studio. <laughs> he kind of went, you know what? I get it, man. <laughs> See, I thought, I thought it was the reverse. I thought he reached out to you and said... Hey, oldest guest here. Yeah, we did kind of trade okay. like how that was framed up and, yeah. and whatever. Because, uh, you know, that'll make me most eligible to be back mm-hmm. in studio first. Uh, what I remember about CJ is... Um, oh, that's nice. It's tropical. Uh, and to me, it is, it's one, of the, it's one of the flagship, you know, New England-style IPAs. Um, was him saying, I'm like, how you want another beer? And he's like, no, I'm still working on this one. I was like, how is that? And he's like, would you like a sip? I was like, whoa. No. Yeah, not really. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> a, we just met. Yeah, we don't do um, that here. <laughs> and second of all, you've had it in your hand for 45 minutes. <laughs> um, No. But the fact that you would offer puts our friendship on a whole new level. Yeah, what a gentleman. Yeah, but I'm still waiting on the, the, the beer that he said he was going to drop off. And I've, I, I don't know, several years now. Pre-pandemic. I do remember. I've sent him messages a couple times, especially if I see he's tweeting about being out golfing. I'm like, hey, don't forget. And he's like, I do. I got a couple for you guys, but I think that ship's probably sailed. Nah. <laughs> nah. I think he, he. I think he still got it, and he'll bring it. Yeah. I'm sure if we had him back in. We'll get on that. Yeah. Well, and to me, as I've said to you before, yeah, he, he he's on the radio, at least through the hockey season. Yep. And he, he's bringing a bit more... Attitude. A little more gravel. sass. Yeah, Yeah. to me, and I I like it because he's a knowledgeable guy, right? And so if he brings a little, a little, a little gravel to it, it's, it's, it's nice. Now, what I remember is, is shortly after he was on here, and maybe it was a month afterwards, I don't know, but he's like, yeah, well, we have reason takes here. We're not just a couple of dummies who are drinking beer and throwing microphones. (laughs) I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a little, that's a a little close (laughs) to the mark, man. (laughs) You cut me deep there, Yeah, honestly, I'm like, okay, well, all right. Well, that's what we do here. That is what that's happens the here. the show, and it has brought us this close to a 1,000 episodes. As people have been hearing in the, uh, in the commercial that I've been jamming down your throats for the last two weeks, uh, Maddie Lang and Michaela Schreider will join us on Monday, August 8th. You can look for that to drop episode 1,000 of the Tall Can Audio podcast, man. Uh, I dug around, and I thought about this one. Episode 999 is the last stop. 
we could take a little time to, to look back, to navel gaze, to reflect, to whatever. And I thought about providing just a little bit of audio from episode one. And I, I couldn't do it, man. I, I, I cringe hard when I hear it. I just yeah. – it's so – not good. Everything about it is not good. The yeah. the level of 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 what you and I are bringing the the sound quality of everything about it makes you go. I I wish nothing but harm on these two men. I, I wish somewhere in the background things. the Wright brothers are flying a plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how it comes off. So we will not be doing that. But we do have a little bit of uh, of looking back that we're going to do here in just a little. How bit. How far but back to- on the current website? Does the search go? Like how many episodes are available? Uh, 300 maybe. Okay. So it goes back to around 700. Is that yeah, what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. That's quick That's and good easy. good mathing. Quick, I just, quick and easy math right there, baby. It allows you to do a little bit more if you want. And I like I still have all of them or the overwhelming majority of them. There's a couple mm-hmm. that have been lost to time over different file transfers and embarrassment and shame. Um <laughs> Yes. You can tie them in, but it, it gets heavy and some of the podcast providers and, and people that carry the show get a little cranky about the amount of space you're taking up on their servers. And you would think they would just dump lesser shows and allow us the space, Joe but Rogan. it doesn't work. Right? <laughs> it doesn't work that way. So um, that's where that is. But uh, what do we think on the first poll there of, uh, of South 7? It's smooth. Yeah, okay. it, it's really smooth. And it has it does have a bit of that uh, caramel finish. Um, but yeah, easy drinking. I, I would say unremarkable in most ways, which um, isn't always a bad thing, yeah. right? Yeah, to me, a, a red or an amber is is quite often pedestrian. In and I say that in in the nicest way possible. Uh, this everyone knows all about, but uh, it's quite tropical. It's got a lot of like, like if you were listening to a song, you'd call it like high end treble, right? Like a lot of charge right there up at the high end. Uh, I like it. Quite a bit, obviously. Everybody does. Well, so, and uh, and it's a gorgeous can. Thank like, you. It's a it's a, <laughs> it's a striking that enough. It's a striking can. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm there sure, is a reason. I'm that. sure you do actually. <laughs> uh, do you remember? And look, we're gonna hit a bunch of different things. I know you got a couple things we're gonna talk, but I want to start here. Episode one was just here's what this is gonna be. We introduced audio with Blush, right. talk and sports. That's all it was. Do you remember the topic? For episode two of Audio Whiplash, you know, uh, is it is it fucker in the pussy? It was, and also um, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Yes, guy, look at that. <laughs> That's a good recall. Nice pull. Um, Both on the same show, eh? Yeah, waded right into this. If oh, we're gonna I, do this, let's fucking do this. I remember. Right? I remember them both being in TCA Studio 1.0. Yeah. The dining room table of my shitty apartment on Metal Drive. Yeah, yeah, but but I didn't think they were in the same show. They were same episode, man. Um, wow. So that was obviously all kinds of douchebags running around trying to get in the shot of of female reporters that were on scene for the news and yelling "fucker" right in the pussy is is you know what was going. But to me, the thing that stands out, and I remember the thing that that I wanted to focus on a little bit more because that's. Unfortunately, still happening. The other one, Louis C.K. I was uh, in staunch defense of that guy at the time, and his because we were coming off of his Saturday Night Live monologue, and the he was about talking, mounds bars. Yes, 
he was talking about how good pro um like pr- uh predators pedophiles pedophilia yeah how great pedophiles must find little boys to be right like you know your entire life will be ruined everyone will hate you but you're still willing to risk it all to have sex with children and i remember at the time thinking as a as a comedic concept that's hilarious right he's not trying to tell you it's an okay thing to do he's not trying to defend them he's trying to say this is what these people think of it and at the very end of his own monologue on saturday night live on nbc television he goes Okay, we did it. We got through this, everybody. <laughs> like, we made it, right? Yeah. We're still on the air. We haven't... Uh... Well, because he hit it with... Like, now, I love Mounds Bars. Yes. He's like, so having sex with little boys must be a hundred times <laughs> better than Mounds Bars. Right. Because I would never go to jail would, for Mounds all Bars. All my family and friends will hate me over Mounds Bars. I would go to jail for... Like, all of that. He's like, it must be way better than Mounds Bars. You're right. Shocking, man. Which, um... I don't think I've ever had a Mounds Bar. I don't even know if there's no, available I, I in Canada. No, I don't. They are not. Okay. Um, and at the time, I remember one of the things, I, I enjoyed that kicking off the show with it because I liked the idea of pushing the envelope, right? And his, you know, being able to say those things and to do it on NBC was fascinating as well. That was half the shock of it. And people, um, you know, a, a little bit of of context or a little bit of nuance was necessary to enjoy that piece, if you did or you didn't or whatever. It was understanding that he wasn't defending these people. He was making a joke in that realm. And I still, to this day, I think that's important. I think there are times you can you can make certain jokes. I, I, I don't think a lot of things are off limits in stand-up comedy. I honestly, I don't. But the way we all view Louis C.K. at this point yeah, <laughs> is quite... It- quite different it's pre-times up right that's a great way to uh the, the me too movement the times up movement and he has of course since been um it's gonna say accused but that's too weak he's like it's true it happened mm-hmm. uh he had intimidated some people that were working on projects um he had worked with in the in a like in a sexual way trying to get them to watch him jerk off basically yep and at the time I probably wouldn't have kicked off the podcast if I knew that's... (laughs) Coming down the pike. Yeah, if that's... No pun intended. If Louis C.K. was going to turn out to be that guy, that's probably not where we start the show. Um, But at the time, you don't know and and whatever. So it's just funny, and and I think we'll cover this a little bit on episode 1000. Um, You know, even Audio Whiplash, before it got kind of folded into Tall Can Sports around the start of the pandemic and became just Tall Can Audio... Um, you know, these were the sorts of things that, that we talked about, but the show, our show has changed. The world has changed, but that's where we kicked things off, man, was on defending Louis CK on his, his pedophilia stand-up comedy. And not defending guys with TFC scarves shouting into. Yeah. Cause somebody got fired from Hydra one or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're a douchebag. Like, well, I remember going, can I swear on the internet? Is that a- <laughs> No, people don't do that. Yeah. I guess we're doing it. Fuck you. Over the next thousand episodes, we would talk <laughs> repeatedly on this show about things getting put in places. and Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, you can say a lot of things on the internet. Yeah. And so to me, that was, yeah, and I'm surprised it was so early because it's. Um, I wanted to hit it right away. I, that's what I wanted. And I recall. And, and so to me, the thing is, you and I and, and, and the concept of 
you know, uh, whether this was going to be pub talk, whether this was going to be um, that you and I were with a pre-existing friendship had w- sports talk. Yep. Right. That was the foundation for our relationship. Yeah. And it's what we would do anyways. And so it was the sports was always the not the easy part, but it was the like you'd have to work at the whiplash or you'd have yes. to think about this, right? There was a bunch of things that would have to go into it. And I think in a lot. Searching for topics. Right. But in a lot of ways, if you hit a good whiplash topic, I, I think yes. some of the earliest, the earliest, the earliest, <laughs> you know, um, most downloaded stuff were whiplashes, yes, I were. believe, yep. over the sports, yep. right? Sports is very tribal and the things that hit, hit, yep. right? Whereas as topics that were good, were the things that people were gravitating to, despite the fact that we like to do the sports. Yep. Let's do the whiplash, and then we can get to sports. Right. Uh, and, and so, but the stuff that was good on the whiplash is really, I think, where this where this podcast got its chops. I think so too, man. I think there was a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of times where, maybe a lot is, is even overstating, but there were times where there were weeks where you're just like, there's nothing happening. And like you would be desperately searching for something and I think the reason it ended up getting rolled into well, partly was the pandemic, right? Like, are we now going to seriously try and keep two different podcasts afloat while we can't even get in studio and whatever? Right. But the other part of it was just like there were weeks where it felt like we have to do one of these. And you're like coming off as every other shitty morning zoo radio show. Like, here's a funny news story and we'll just poke at it for a while when really there wasn't that much there. Um, but yeah, when it would hit, when there was a good topic that we were both into, those were the ones where the big belly laughs that would shut down the show for a couple yeah. of minutes yeah. would come from almost always from the, whiplash. from the audio whiplash. Of course. And, and I, I, I feel like I've sort of, did you say that? Right. I, I feel like I've dropped the ball a little bit in rolling them in together. I still thought we could do both and we still from time to time hit on some, some whiplash like topics, but as the show's evolved, as the world has changed, as we've brought in guests that maybe don't want to be associated with some of the with, shit with we used to talk about. Yes, exactly. Cock cams. Right. <laughs> um, you know, you kind of drop some of that. I still sort of thought we would do more of it and it would kind of get rolled in with the sports. And that really hasn't <laughs> happened all that much. Um, and so that's sort of, you know, just one of those things that, that gets gets away from you a little bit. But um. Yeah. I, well, to me, I think as and we'll see what happens, right? But we'll see what the, what the fall brings. Yeah. But I think it, it, it's taken a hit in terms of the connection through the podcast more than the topics. It's easy to roll into. Hey, did you see that thing about the vagina museum? Right. Right. It's easy to roll that into if we're both sitting here. Yes. And where you can see the other person or there's – you don't mind jumping in or jumping on top of. Yeah. There's what, not an eight-second delay between you. Right. Whereas it sounds, it sounds like, hey, did you hear about the Vagina Museum? Sounds one, like you listened to episode one two. recently. Too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's, it's easier, I think, moving forward if, if more episodes are in studio mm-hmm. to sort of work some of that back in, right? Hey, I want to touch on this today. Bam, and away you go. Yep. No, I think that's a big part of it. Uh, absolutely. And um, yeah, it was just, I think we did, I think it was like a month into the pandemic where I was just like, fuck this and, and 
talk and sports and audio whiplash got rolled into one. Uh, I think we made it right up until the pandemic, though. I think yeah. We well, people would say, hey, man, it's been like three weeks since you've done a whiplash. Yep. You're like, yeah, but it's playoffs or it's whatever. Or sitting at home. We're all locked in our fucking house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm saying uh, no, right. before that, there would yeah. be stretches, especially in the playoffs, where – but, yeah, back in the day when we would we would roll in on a Sunday and we would do three shows. Yep. Yeah. Right. And the what, third one. Yes. <laughs> Four or five beers deep at that point. Yeah, here it comes, world. Right? Yeah, <laughs> guess what you get, and they, and you've recorded that on a Sunday afternoon, and that episode rolls out on a Thursday. Yeah, people are like, "Wow, <laughs> look at them go!" And you're like, "Yeah, all right, well, that's that's a third show in a can, uh, you know." Yep. And you're like, Shh, "Let Running it go." On fumes a little bit, and just uh, just get it out there. Um, Way more drinking on the early podcasting. Yeah, for sure. And this is uh, as one of the, the taglines that we've been using for episode 1000. A thousand pods and a thousand pints. <laughs> I wonder where that number actually yeah, lies. It, some of them, because we do, we should keep in mind some of those whiplashes. And when we were doing two or three at a time, some of them would be, only be like 40 minutes or whatever. So those were one beer. 30 minutes was the benchmark. You got to get it past 30 minutes. Yep. And uh, then we decided, and I think rightly, um, Fewer episodes, but longer yep. episodes, I think, was was the way to go. More meat on the bone. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I do kind of, I wonder. There have been some shows where I have sat here and not had anything, but not many. There's been no shows <laughs> that I have not had something to drink. <laughs> now, you know what? In in terms of uh, of leveling out that number, many of the first podcasts. I was a strong gin and tonic guy. That's what I was just going to bring up was it was a lot as I've been doing some research and getting us ready for 1000. It took a long time for us to get into the craft thing. It like I, I knew yep. that wasn't it right off the hop. Like there was a lot of harp early on. There was a lot of Guinness. Harp was, and Grolsch. Yeah. Like things like that, that, that we were both into. It wasn't really until probably till we stumbled across Nita around 2017. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before it became mostly a craft beer yep. show. We were probably two years into this before. Uh, agreed, totally. It was always beer. Yeah. What are you drinking today? I uh, just had, you know, whatever. Gin and tonic, rum and yep. coke was our. Yep. But uh, yeah, I went through a bit of uh, trying to keep the wheat out of my. Uh, so yeah, I did a lot of, um, but um, love beer. Yeah. Always loved beer. It was the craft beer Industry has really flourished. Exploded during this show. Correct. And so I think we were on it in terms of a podcast before a lot of these dough heads. (laughs) But that's all right. Welcome aboard. Yeah. Right? In terms of of drinking good beer and and liking good beer and liking to talk about good beer. Right. Uh, I don't know. I've been all over the map, man. Has it been... 1,200 pints? Has it been 2,600 pints? Oh, I, I got to say, I got to say that 1,500 pints. Yeah, yeah. I got to say 1,500 pints because there there are some, well, there, there are two, a minimum all the time now for me. Yeah. And then there's the occasional three-pint episode. You know shit's gotten. Yeah. Gotten, gotten away from us when that <laughs> happens. But uh, it, it's two. It's two for sure. Okay. I, I, I would have a hard time. There you go. Oh, Where's this it? is going to be a three for sure. <laughs> We're already. For sure it is. <laughs> I went into the fridge before we came in here. I already had two in here. And I'm like, but they're small cans, right? Yeah, okay. All right. Um, well, and that's the other measuring stick, right, is what kind of, uh, 
You said you had something you wanted to hit us with here. Uh... No, no, it was really just um, in terms of what pornography, <laughs> in terms of the backbones of, of whiplash, right? We used sex to, toys, sex, sex toys. Yeah, exactly. The, the cock cam is the one that, that comes, yeah. and my better half. It's coming right at me. <laughs> my better half <laughs> continues to rave about, you did a podcast. Oh, did you guys order one of on those? A, on, a, on a <laughs> cock ring with a camera in it? Who's buying that? I don't know who's buying it, but a lot of people are listening to talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, well, this is it, right? And I'm like, okay, but it's, it's you know, you can, we talked about skydiving with it on. There was all kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yes. But the other backbone of the uh, of the whiplash was music. Yeah. Right? And and it's funny that you had, uh, you had Stephen Bund on. Yeah, he was down at uh, Rage Against the Machine on the Friday night of Blues Fest. Man, and I, I, I wish. Yep, same. Uh, but I, my sister went to see him in, in Toronto indoors, and that's where I really would have liked to have. Sure. Now, she caught COVID that night. <laughs> um, so there's a trade-off. Yeah, at, down at, at Scotiabank Place or whatever it's called now. Uh, I don't know. Is that what it is? Is it in that's Toronto? Yeah, Scotiabank yeah. Arena. Um, so she got COVID, but she said the show was kick-ass. Was his leg still fucked up? Because I guess like night Fe- one of the it tour. fell off the stage <laughs> yeah. or whatever it was. And Dragged himself back on, finished the show, but he's been doing them with, uh, yeah, well, with a busted fucking leg. Yeah. So, yes, he was. Uh, yeah, he was still he was still bunged up from that. <laughs> choice. Choice of words. Um, but it's funny because Bunda is a, is a huge Guns N' Roses guy. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, I haven't been on in a while, but late July – was the 25th anniversary of the release of Appetite for Saw Destruction. That, yeah. And and I thought wow. That is in terms of of debut uh, that was their debut album, mm-hmm. right? Greatest debut albums and oh. I, <laughs> I I I'm, I'm just going to throw this at you. Yeah. Give me off the top of your head what what you think is the greatest Oh one God. or two, one or two debut albums, and if you don't have anything, pass the ball back over, and we'll, and I'll and I'll run with it. Yeah, because you've clearly uh, read an article or two here. Um, it's called research, Matt. Yeah. The show is okay. Is, well, it's the show is founded on it that I'm not aware <laughs> is coming. Um, oh, you've thrown a pile of shit oh, at of me course, over a thousand. Man, that's half the yeah. Uh, let me give me a minute. Why don't you take the ball here? Hit me with a couple. Give me a minute to. Uh, you know okay. what? No, I'm going to start. Lincoln Park's best album was their first album. Okay, and you know what? I'm very surprised to hear you say that. I was also very surprised to see it on a list of. Okay. So there's two things happening That's, here. That's um, you know, in the end is yeah. on that one. That's, it's number. Uh, it's number ten. Okay, so it is on the list. Yeah. And it's tied with another thing that's probably also in Matt's. <laughs> Jewels. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great album, man. Okay. Now, it, there is a weird thing on Jewels' first album. It's all acoustic, and that's when I liked her the best. She has a nice voice. Stay. Play, uh, and, and she's quite acoustic. Or the, the album is obviously very acoustic. But at the end of some tracks, there's a round of applause. But it's not quite big enough to even be a coffee house. <laughs> it sounds more like she's playing for the board of directors at some corporate retreat, yeah. and there's a polite applause at the end of each of them. But it's a good album, man. I like or it's the people in the studio. Must be. Okay, that was great. It's her parents. I or, love yeah. that. Yeah. Thanks, mom. Yeah. Thanks, dad. So that's it's Jewel and Lincoln Park are tied for tenth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But and I so, like both those albums. I'll be totally honest with you. Yeah. Them. And so what I found though in is there is 
there are the albums that you think are great, great debut albums, and then there are albums that are the highest selling right. debut albums. Alanis Morissette. Not on there because she had a bunch of albums as okay. Alanis. Right, okay. Doing Shania sort of, Twain. Uh, not on there. Okay. I guess I got to get out of Canada, Eastern Ontario. Yeah. So, Avril's. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. We're branching out to Gananoque yeah. or Napanee, wherever she is. Um, no, the top 10 selling, you got shit in there like, uh, okay, it's Lincoln Park yeah. and Jewel. You have Backstreet Boys. Oh, that makes sense. You have Britney Spears. Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. You have, honestly, Whitney, did I say Whitney Houston? Nope. Okay, Whitney Houston's album called Whitney Houston. Right. Um, now, uh, Boston's album called Boston. Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Also up there in terms of top selling albums. So those are top selling albums, mm-hmm. none of which fe- are featured in Rolling Stones readers poll of top ten albums of all time. Right. Uh, oh, sorry, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, yeah. was in the top 10 selling, and it was tied for number one in the reader's poll with, and I know you know, and you probably have it in your collection, you just haven't come across it <laughs> mentally. Some 41. 10 by Pearl I, Jam. I okay. Yeah, so, but it was, so that in terms of what, what people listening to music, yeah, or at least people who... Claimed. Claimed to listen to music, <laughs> right? It was Appetite for Destruction and 10 tied for one, hmm. right, in terms of, of reader votes. But there was Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin was in there. Jimi Hendrix. Jimmy Are, Eat World. Are You Experienced <laughs> was in there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's funny how Van Halen, Van Halen. Yeah, Everybody's uh, just self-titled yeah, bullshit. Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, Are You ex- and the And the Experience, Are You Experienced. Uh, Black Crow, Shake Your Moneymaker. <laughs> okay. Come on, man. It's fucking killer, that album. Mr. Jones. And... No. No. But right. anyways, just to me, the difference between what's selling shit and what people think is good, completely different. Well, yeah, I guess. There is sort of a certain amount of pompous bullshit that comes out of the music review world, too, right? Like... What you give five stars versus what actually sells, which one of those things is more important, right? Oh, you know Some what else was in there? Hot the- Fuss by the Killers. Yeah, okay, I could see that. Um, somebody told me, and uh, was oh. Mr. Brightside on the same? Yeah. Yeah. Bleached by Nirvana also in yeah, there. Yeah, okay, yeah. But that one, that's got to be cumulative, right? Like, No, so that wasn't in sales. Oh, okay. That was just in, hey, that's a killer debut right. album. Okay, and that, that's kind of what I'm saying, right, is, yep. is a lot of times some reviewer gives it five stars, but it doesn't sell worth a shit, and the other guy sells, you know, 10 million units. You're like, well, which one was really the better album, <laughs> right? Like, And I, I get it because I don't love a lot, especially these days, as I get old and cranky. Old Matt. Yeah. I kind of get it that I don't love most of what is hip right now and the, what people are into, but... If it sells, and that's what people are listening to, then it that's worth something, right? No. That's the bet. No, it's not. No, it's not, <laughs> it's not man. It's, and you know what? I've never recorded shit that sold anything. Um, and really, why I'm still doing this pod yeah, that's is, why you're sitting here. Is, is due to the fat stacks that roll my way. Obviously, that fat TCA money. 
that fat Mitch Marner money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. There's shit that sells. And then there's – it's like Metallica, the Black Album. It sells. Attacking me here. But it's fucking gross. It's not gross. Come on, man. I get it. As far as Metallica fans go, it's not their best album. I get it. But I bet you that the band thinks that might be their best album. It's gorgeous. Yeah, exactly, man. They're all fucking still getting fat off that every year. Yeah. Um, That's worth something. Yeah. Well, it's worth something when you look at your bank account. (laughs) Look at that. And I get that, right? And, And I guess once you do your... You know, like they had done Kill Em All and they had done Ride the Lightning. They, like, there was, they had their albums and they're like, that's the shit that we're proud of and that's the stuff we want to do. How do we make money now? Let's yeah. do this. Let's get on the radio. How do we get on the radio? Right. And, and I get it, man. It, you, you, at the end of the day, you want to you make money, right? But, sure do. <laughs> but I think I think that's just a job, man. It's not you're not it's you've moved awesome. away. It's the artistic. You've moved away this. from the artistry yeah. into the job. What can I do, man? Like to me, Brian Adams. <laughs> okay, this is For, a hell of a leap. No, no, formulaic, right? Yeah. Every Brian Adams tune, you go, hey, I know that tune. No, it's the first time you've ever heard it. It just sounds like Well, it's funny when you talk about the business side of it and there being a formula. So one of the things that's happening to music right now. Is that we're since we're all listening to it, like when you've got a CD in your car, you were driving to work or whatever you were doing, you only got 12 tracks on this thing and, you know, make it last, right? Enjoy it. Now you have the infinity of every song Slowing down. ever has, Don't make it last. That has ever been written available to you on your iPhone and you just go, you better get to the hook fast. If I hit fast for if like if I hit next track and it you know there's kind of a slow build and a you know self-indulgent guitar solo to <laughs> kick it off and nothing's coming a lot of people are just going to skip skip and you get paid by the stream and they don't count it as a stream on Spotify or Apple Music until you've made it like a minute in or something like that you actually have to listen to the song for the artist to get paid and so artists now Greedy bastards <laughs> Artists now are encouraged and told by their management, and it's making its way through the system. Hit the hook early. Get to it, right? Get the chorus right off the top. Get something right at the very beginning, and it's changing the way people write music. Well, think, think about it, right? And, and it's funny because um, if you look at that Boston album, right? I, I, I don't know if you know any no. – any, um, so Much like my sports takes, I don't like Boston. Yeah, but in terms of what's off that album, right? And so it's it's foreplay slash long time, okay. right? Yep. And so that foreplay part is is like a three minute intro. And I'll admit, long before Spotify, I hate that shit. Get to the fucking song. Yeah, what okay, but so I some... kind of have time for it at a concert. On the yeah, yeah, if C- you're improvising and you're jamming sure, or whatever's yeah, that's happening fine. on a on your CD, get to the fucking point, man. So and and it's like. Um, and I know you are a huge Elton John fan. Obviously, man. seen him in concert yep. and done all that. Bought the shirt, <laughs> got the <laughs> big shirts. oversized glasses. Yeah, I love that. And the bowl cut is good for you, my friend. It's solid. <laughs> um, Both but, of us love Ajax. <laughs> yes, yes. Funeral for a friend. Love lies bleeding. Right. That's the same. Funeral for a friend is like a five minute intro yes. to Love Lies Bleeding. That a, is obnoxious. 
I love Love Lies Bleeding. That's a great tune. All right. But I can do without the funeral for a friend, <laughs> which has got this, <laughs> which has got this atmospheric ghost-like yes. synth thing going for it. And you're like, all right. And then you're like, okay, wait, I think I can hear Love Lies Bleeding. It's coming. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> I love that. But right. yeah, yeah. I, you know, but but that is and and what you say Get to the point, right? That's it's funny. like uh, Children of the Dam that leads into Shout at the Devil by Motley yeah. Crue, yeah. right? It's just you know, like all right, yeah. If you can title your obnoxious preamble, it's too long. <laughs> if it has its own track, <laughs> I feel like you're talking to me specifically. <laughs> Screw you, Matt. Yep. We've all heard that a time or two. Uh, yeah, no, you're right, man. And it, it, it's just funny to see how how things have evolved. Well, and, well in two old men, yes, and I'm counting you now. I know. In with me, yeah. even though we're decade apart. Um, it's too close. It's <laughs> well, this table is too yeah. close. <laughs> it's uh, that appetite for destruction. You go, okay, what's on that album? And you go, okay, that's uh, Sweet Child of Mine. That's Welcome to the Jungle, that's Paradise City, that's Mr. Brownstone, it's Maya Michelle, it's Night Train, it's Rocket Queen. And you're like, bam, 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 bam. And you go, I I just rhymed off, what, eight songs off that album. Yep. How many albums come out now that you can just... No, never. And it's always, because now, look, I get it, it's just a different world, but like, Beyonce last week just dropped like an album out of nowhere, like one of those secret, not secret, that's wrong, but like surprise Albums? Who cares? Well, I, Beyonce probably did okay. Yeah, no, I'm we sure it Drake did. Do it right, like uh, Taylor's done it. Like we're just there's no. Ever since that Lemon album, I, I I'm not feeling I'm, it. I'm lost. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, but it's just a. It doesn't matter. You wake up in the morning and you open your Spotify or your Apple Music. Like, oh shit, new Beyonce album, and you're like, it's almost a different approach, right? That ambush release as opposed to like weeks of. Of build, uh, oh, Bill Russell died. Oh, but wait, Beyonce dropped a new album, and away I go, man. I feel better already. Sorry, I thought you were trying to bring us all down there, like, yeah. hey, we should talk about <laughs> Bill Russell. No, I'm saying that's what shows up on your Twitter timeline. Yes. You're like, oh, okay, well, wow, look at that. Oh, look at that. No, and away I go, <laughs> like a little goldfish. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, it's it's just a different world. Like I sit here right now as we kind of move through. You know, another COVID surge, another like. I'm looking forward to monkeypox. What's going on? Well, we're, that's we're, <laughs> we are. I promise you, man. I we are three months away from headlines that say if your polio has subsided in five days, you can return to work. That's the fucking world we live in now, right? Like it's just nobody takes anything fucking seriously. This we're watching another surge in COVID. We've got uh, the monkeypox explosion and yeah, polio back on the map for ridiculous reasons that we had conquered. Um, we just live in a completely different place than the we United people did. of Canada who are buying a church here in central Ottawa would uh-huh. tell you that you don't need to worry about any of that. Oh, just the world's going to end long before. Just, it's just carry on and do whatever you want to do. And, Vaccination. Fuck Matt. Fuck Matt. So 1950s. Polio is back, man. (laughs) Polio. I can't think of anything that's... I'm bringing polio back. (laughs) Yeah, no? Probably not. Okay. 
All right, Justin. Been done. Justin, Some, back on the rack. Somebody's already it. brought it back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. I I never thought we would see polio again. And it's back. It's a I thing. I never yeah. even got a chance to miss you. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't understand where we're at. And, and all of this is is just freely giving up, like gleefully, the things that we've developed that prevent the things that used to ravage the human race. Well, it's oh, like, fuck that. Like, yeah, okay, but you are looking at, this is a time when it doesn't even matter if, if vaccines are your deal or what you want to talk about. My deal. We're talking, <laughs> yeah, right. Put into vaccines. Yeah, I love me some vaccines. <laughs> it's, it's the idea that you're going to roll back the Roe versus Wade or any of these things and you go, we got shit that's that's thousands Settled. of years. We figured it out. We conquered it. It's done. And now ah, let's do it again. Yeah. Well, so to me, the idea that you would you would have Roe versus Wade repealed and you would move back, why would you think that people were like, we don't need that. Don't worry about that vaccine. I'm there's, gonna, just, there's something to me, man, about polio. I know, but it's the active. You can see it before your eyes of a society regressing. Crumble, like just crumbling, man. We're in regression. That's what I just said. I, okay. <laughs> you don't get to say to anybody <laughs> that you're repeating me or that I tuned in for you a second. Fucking repeat it, bro? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. The Norwood A&W business is booming. I can well, tell so, you the last and, couple and, times. And this smooth, this smooth amber ale. Tell like me a, about it, Rob. And you, know, and you know what? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a hot one. <laughs> oh, it's a hot one. <laughs> you can, honestly, you can take you can take the boy out of North of Seven, but you cannot take this. The so you hate of, this beer. You're going right to the North of Seven next. 100%, <laughs> my friend. And I, and I actually, I've lived most of my life South of Seven, yeah. but yeah, you can't. You no, can't take the North of Seven dropped, out of the boy. Man. Yeah. Those, those high school teen years. Come on, man. But it's nice. It's a nice beer. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm still on the uh, the tail end of the sun split here, which is I've also been holding for pretty near 45 minutes, getting a little warm. Can I have a sip? If you want a sip, it's uh, <laughs> it's all yours, man. I got about 100 milliliters left in here. Did you see? Uh, have you followed at all the Alex Jones case, Infowars? Do you know no, this guy? No, I, I do not know that at all. Actually. Okay. So Alex Jones. I'm glad I stayed out of the way. That I'm going to grab that. No, I don't know at all. Uh, clip we'll save that for later um alex jones the host of Infowars, and he's basically like the leading conspiracy douchebag on the internet and to the point where even facebook as he calls it deplatformed him and uh he's not allowed on there anymore because he's basically making eight hundred thousand dollars a day just selling you all the world's worst takes and there's an audience out there who badly wants them and uh he is right now on trial because he is responsible for repeatedly stating that the Sandy Hook elementary school oh. shootings are a hoax. Didn't really happen. It's a government conspiracy. It was all performed. And that has led all these parents of these gunned down five-year-olds to be placed under attack by all his douchebag followers that are saying, you know, initially – your actors, your whatever, in their worst possible moment, you've lost a child, right? Yeah. It gradually... Like a, like a, like a young child, too. Right, yes. 
And it gradually evolves into, okay, it's getting harder and harder to accuse these people of being actors. So he sort of moves into this, like, these parents are being fed misinformation. And that doesn't even make any fucking sense anymore. Like, they're being... And that the government killed their kids. Right. Or that this never happened. You never had kids. I So... They're on. Uh, he is on trial right now, and the Sandy Hook parents have been in the room. They have a, a lawyer, or whatever. And I guess it was on Tuesday. Uh, the lawyer for the Sandy Hook parents has Alex Jones on the uh, on the stand, and uh, they tell him, "Hey, by the way, I don't know who they were trying to send it to, but your lawyers, and the, in this case, meaning Alex Jones' lawyers." accidentally sent us your entire cell phone history for the last two years. And it's like a law and order fucking moment, man. Like, like you're, (laughs) it it was, and so they're running through and now they're re-asking him all these questions and going, do you know what perjury is, sir? Because we know, (laughs) Hey, did you know this happened? No. Oh, well, here's like four texts to say you absolutely knew that was happening all under your, I don't know, man, there's, there's, this has been – I can't take my eyes off this story this week. It's just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of Jones. Zoop. Yeah. It's, to me, that is – that's just the douchebag who has sold his soul to the almighty Bach and is just – But I, I'm not the kind of guy, man. You know me. I, I suddenly – I absolutely believe in karma. Your lawyers fucked up to the point where you sent all the incriminating <laughs> evidence in the world to your opponent's lawyer, and now they get to run back through all of it and go, hey, remember when you said this? Here's this. I, hey, remember when you said that? Here's that. I also believe in karma, but that's just stupid. <laughs> it's gorgeous, man. Yeah, I know. If you I, wrote that into a law and order, everybody would change the fucking channel. No way. This is dumb. It would be worse than the end of, ending of Game of Thrones. You'd be like, are you kidding me? That's bullshit. Cue the don't stop believing like the end of Sopranos. That's garbage. Yeah, I can't man. believe that. I just. But see, to me, to me, there's a buck to be made. Oh, there's that's a, the whole point, right? I know. Like, of course yeah. it is. That's what I'm saying is, is, is how far are you willing to go? For shit you don't believe in, if it's going to pad your bank it's account, that's all it is, man. And he's having to stand up there now and go, "Well, I never actually said that it was a complete hoax or whatever." Like, well, you've been on the internet. Once it's out there, it's out there. You said it repeatedly, and you, you know what they need? All the parents need to be given like um, one of those boards with a nail in it, like the uh, the thing that was the the Simpsons when those aliens. That's what killed off the aliens. <laughs> that's what those parents all need to be given. Yes. A board with a nail in it, and they all get to take a swing at them. <laughs> I think that's justice. Well, and like there's a moment that's been caught, and I get it's supposed to be a little bit manipulative, but there's a clip that's being sent around right now that the whole time uh, he's been coughing through this, whether he has COVID, who knows. Um, he says he has a torn larynx, which... It's a lot of coughing right there. Um, one of the parents went over and, and handed him a bottle of water and tried to, um, he tried to shake her hand. And when, you know, as he did, he said, he's telling her, you've been fed misinformation. I'm so sorry for how you've been misled. And she, it turns into this screaming match. Like there's this moment of humanity where she's trying to help him and he's still stuck to his, cause he's presumably believing he's going back on the air tomorrow and got to keep these assholes entertained again right or or pissed off about whatever man it 
it's been gross, but it it's it was a pro wrestling level move to watch his lawyer or the uh, the lawyer for the parents step it up and go. By the way, we have all your text messages for the last two years. You have lied repeatedly. This is going to cost you in a big way. And just the smug look on their lawyer's face. Like, you know what perjury is, don't you? <laughs> well, I've been in a courtroom, Matt, <laughs> and I've seen that look. <laughs> it's per. <laughs> It depends on what side of the argument you're on, I guess. It it brings a lot of joy, that look. It can bring a lot of sadness if you're the one giving that look. Yes, it does. And so, yeah, that, you know what? When when you are dumb, dumb shit happens. There is no cure for dumb. And you know what? It's funny because I was looking, um, why? I have no idea. I was looking for, on Netflix, I was looking for Bowling for Columbine. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't, they don't have any of the Michael Moore stuff on there. And yeah. so, but what it, it flipped me up to a uh, socialist propaganda. Yeah, no, but I can't remember what the name of it was. And it was really, it was, it was a, a priest in Dunblane, Scotland, right? Where that was this, there was the school shooting there yeah. where who, you know, a decade later or 20 years later, whatever it was, when Sandy Hook happened. It was it was the two ministers, priests, I can't remember what the denomination was, but they're corresponding, right? In 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 terms of support and and it's unbelievable to to look at that and to to go through the details of of, of those two shootings and you're like, what the fuck is happening? What are you mm-hmm. doing? Right? Like it's the fact that these things would happen and yeah, the fallout from it, what leads up to it, you're just like, man, we have, we have, we've fucked up. We failed our kids in, in so many ways in these things. And, and the fact that, that we are still selling weapons, it's, I don't care mm-hmm. what, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it, and it makes you, it makes me fired up and you, you don't know yeah, where. we're still what, failing our kids all over the fucking Well, place. I don't know where the outlet for that is. Yeah. Right. In terms of. Of, and I, I think I talked about it here. I, I, I work with uh, what, all the new magazines that show up at the library. And, and I don't know, maybe six weeks ago, the, the, the most recent issue of People showed up and the back was black. And it just had, so it was after either the Oklahoma or yeah. Texas shooting or, the, or the, the one that happened just after that. And it was the whole back of the magazine was just school shootings, state, date. Yeah. And the entire back of the magazine was filled up. And that's only from Sandy Hook. And then the quote from, which was, you know, you know, let's make sure this never happens again. And that's a paraphrase. Yeah. That's what started it. And that's what finished it. But you're like, man, you have, and some years have eight in it and you're like well, what you? and it's it's it it becomes you numb with the what more do you need and we you and I talked about here on a whiplash after the Miami uh Pulse uh, nightclub yep pulse nightclub and and seeing obama on the air and in his 8 years how many of these he had had to do yeah and and just how worn out and what do you say? 
what do you, yeah, there's nothing new to say, nothing impactful, nothing healing, nothing that can give you hope because there's nothing. You see it again and again and again. Yeah. It's a it's it's broken and the 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 gun lobby has a voice that stops, you know, it pays congressmen and senators to make sure nothing changes and business keeps booming and there are too many people out there who believe that you know not being able to have a machine gun means your freedoms are being encroached upon uh, it's it's insane and we just saw it again in in Texas not that long ago man and the details that keep coming out about that one just make it worse and worse with the cops standing outside the door not doing anything yeah. while students are calling 911 it's been it's been brutal man we well, and within, within a week of that, the NRA had their national convention they, they in Houston. Do. They always come. After Littleton, Colorado, after that one, after uh, Columbine. Yeah. They didn't have anything scheduled there. They went there to make sure that the people there who did believe in the NRA and guns and whatever stayed on board. Well, and you have, you have a doctor who is a, an NRA member saying, you know, there's more people killed by cars every yeah. year than there are by guns. You're like – yeah, how many how many of those people have I've set out onto a pedestrian right. street and walked into walk an elementary away. school and ran over yeah. intentionally? I, I drove into the schoolyard and smashed down a yeah. bunch of kids. No, I don't think that's the same. Uh, let's lighten it up before we get out of here, man. I got something here for you. Are you kidding me? Yes, let's do that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this entire audio whiplash was always based on just awful transitions and. Uh, <laughs> Well, and that is the thing, right? Yeah. When you have these topics and you're like, how do I get out of yeah. here? Here's something awful that happened and then here's some dick and fart jokes. Like it's basically <laughs> what audio whiplash was. <laughs> Queefing. As, as we sent you off on your Mondays. Um, I have here, I should explain to the good listener briefly. Some may have noticed, some may not have. A lot of people are new around here. Back in the been? day, when an episode would come out, I would grab a phrase or a one-liner or a joke or some wordplay or something. And that would be the episode of the title. It would be Audio Whiplash, episode 104, da-da-da. Tall Can Sports, 88, da-da-da. And as you get better at this, and it's been both good and bad for the show, I think, you learn that that shit does not help you at all in search engines. You're better off saying Tall Can Sports, 89, Toronto Blue Jays defeat, but like get some searchable terms into get something that's going to grab people as opposed to that wordplay, those phrases. I spread my ass cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> the wordplay is funny once you've heard the episode, right? Like, it, and it might be interesting. The people who are already subscribed to the show before they click on it look and they go, oh, this is going to be something. But it doesn't do anything for you in terms of bringing in new listeners. And so when we switched over from doing episodes of Audio Whiplash and Tall Can Sports, rolled it all into Tall Can Audio, I started doing far more upfront descriptive titles. It would, you know, Leafs losing seven again, uh, Rob laughs, <laughs> and, and we carry on, whatever, as opposed to something clever or whatever. But back in the day. Clever. Well, sometimes they were. Back in the day. We had uh, uh, some interesting episode titles. I'm going to run some of these by you just to give the uh, the new listener an idea of uh, what the show used to sound like a little bit. But I also want to see if Rob can remember what maybe we talked about 
on these shows to get to this episode title. You with me? I'm totally with you. Bucket of Genitalia <laughs> was an episode title in 2018. Wow. No, Matt. I have no idea. So I didn't go back and find all the old Is articles. Is it like Bag of Dicks? Bag of Christmas Dicks was actually the ones you used to. Uh, the little Matty Lang one right at the bottom? Oh, man. Just a drive-by <laughs> right before he arrives. Uh, this was... Uh, like I said, I didn't go find the exact story, but there was like a, a fat, like a, a factory or a um, a an, fat one. No, there was a factory that was found and kind of and they that, that clearly they'd been dismembering people at this scientific oh. outlet and uh, and there was I, just as they, I do remember yes, that as now. They finally moved in. They found just a bucket of like discarded. I don't know. Wasn't good for the experiments or whatever. That's no good. Yeah, throw that one away. Heard that once or twice. <laughs> A barefoot kick in the erection. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) I work with that guy. (laughs) (laughs) See, I couldn't remember where that phrase came from. That's why I'm running it by you. Yes, it was. Now that you say that, yeah, it's a co-worker. uh, And man, oh man, I was telling the story to somebody else the other day, and it makes me laugh like nobody's business. It's still to this day. It's still to this day. And I'm like, why do you have an erection in gym class? Like, what are you doing? That's been kicked by a barefoot. Somebody else now has kicked. <laughs> Anyways. Hammering my business with a hard-heeled sh- dress shoe. Ah, see, that's a go-to for me, really. So I, I've dropped that a bunch of times. That's right up there with take a cheese grater to my business. Yes. It means so, it's not a good time. <laughs> it means there's, there's that's, I'd rather do that than whatever I'm doing. Yes. I'd yeah. rather, to, yeah, okay. yeah. So to me, I, I don't remember that episode, no. but it's 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 something that's a go to for me. A hard heeled shoe to my nutsack, <laughs> old vagina foot, <laughs> vagina foot. <laughs> uh, nope, nope. Okay, we both know a fine lad named Vagina Bum. Yes. Although we hear less and less from him. <laughs> yeah, for sure we do. <laughs> Maybe it's the nickname. <laughs> I'm not sure why that is. Give me a call. East Germany's funniest home videos. <laughs> it's a Sprockets reference. I can, I can only I can only say because, yeah, that that's an old SNL. Mike Michael Myers. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. This one, I hope you remember. The title of the episode was "Buddy Baiting and Bro Jobs." <laughs> I, <laughs> I got nothing. This is an audio whiplash where we read an article that uh, there were multiple across the United States, but mainly in New York State. It was a uh, a website you could go on and you could meet up and groups of men would jerk off together. Buddy baiting, it was called. Like a, like a vigorous daisy chain. I don't know if they were helping each other or just in I, the same I, room. Or, or a circle jerk. Buddy baiting and bro, and you had you got to name your club. Bro job, bro jobs. No man, I'm not. I'm not going to any. <laughs> okay, so buddy baiting. Buddy baiting. We, we can talk. <laughs> At least we can. We do. We fishing. What's happening here, man? And the reason that this stands out to me. Bro job. There's that's not nearly <laughs> ambiguous enough for me. So we had to dig into this one. The name of one of the clubs uh, for buddy baiting. Was the Rain City Jacks. I don't like. (laughs) 
Tell me you remember. Seattle. He must be from Seattle. Tell me you remember the Rain City I do not. (laughs) But I'm way better with, I don't like to put the worm on the hook. Can you do that for me, buddy baiting? (laughs) Uh, There's a few in this vein, and this goes back towards the sports side of things. My willy's extended. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be a Nylander. Nylander's contract. contract. Yes. There are several, though, in this realm. My disappointing willy. (laughs) Toronto's distaste for willy. (laughs) Oh, yes. Toronto loves willy. Well, some. Toronto does love willy. It's true. Darts and sharts. I don't know what that's about, but it's fun. And I'd click on it. So this is. This one for sure Darts is yours. Sharts is fun, yeah? Yeah, of course it is, man. Uh, this one for sure is one of yours because it's, I can tell just the way it's written. It's a Rob, um, you know, phrasing. An electric eel to the old chode. An electric eel to the to the old chode? Yeah. No idea. Okay, no, me neither. My beard tastes like your ass. <laughs> 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 so that's that's a uh, what's that movie? See, I don't. Remember. Yeah, the uh, yeah he mixes up is I know. like I like. Yeah, okay. So I d- I have that clip somewhere of you saying I saved that when I was editing that episode, <laughs> and it's you, your beard tastes like or my, my beard. beard. Tastes, it's been two years, and my beard still tastes like your ass. Greasy meat blumpkin. Was an episode title. <laughs> okay. All right. That's got to be you. A Blumpkin. I'm not sure I know. Stop. Come on. That's totally you. It might be, but don't tell me you don't know what a Blumpkin is. That's I don't know what a Blumpkin is. Bullshit. Still to this day, Matt. <laughs> Enlighten me. Uh, crafty, wily, and what? Huh? Crafty and wily and highly perverted. <laughs> What's an episode title? <laughs> to me, that is that is many of the early. Yeah. Early whiplashes. This is for sure one of your phrases. The adventures of Sit to P. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I, it's I, almost funnier that we don't know what happened on these you shows. Know what? I there, there was there was a oh, and I, I can't remember the German phrase where it was men taking back. There was a municipal bylaw passed somewhere in Germany where yeah. the sit sprinkler <laughs> sit sprinkler. <laughs> Where, where they're going to force German men in public toilets to sit to pee. Canada hey, Day. Hey, does that sound right to Maybe. you? Maybe. Could be, man. The I have sprinkler. no idea. Yeah. Sit sprinkler. Canada Day and the hot dog hematoma. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. Um, How about a good Swedish pus dog? Ugh, gross. Scissoring with Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves a good vigorous scissoring. Right up under, uh, sorry, this is important. I have to get this right, right up under his chins. <laughs> an episode title. I have a feeling that was probably you directed across the table. That's some sweet chins music. Uh, a World Series of Unfortunate Events. Uh, oh, this is tongues, toes, and vinyl underwear. Nice. Who's not clicking on that? Well, see, and honestly, these are whiplash episodes. For sure. Uh, show us your hairy turtle dove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? To me, there's a... It was a different world, man. It was a very different world. Show us your hairy turtle doves. 
That's it. That's uh, so. This is, when you have people subscribed, they're going to look at that and go, "I got to see what that's." But none of that does anything in terms of search engines, right? To help you so, unsubscribe, right? And so there's sort of a trade-off there in terms of how you want to put the show together. And I kind of miss that, though. I kind of miss on the Sunday night being left here to go, "What of these things do I want to grab?" Yeah, and, what, what? But there was always a uh, a, a cornucopia yes. of options, and but but to me that is. In the Beavis and Butthead vein of stupid <laughs> shit gets said, right? There was, yeah, we're going to talk about a bunch of things, right? And like you trying to explain to me on the Pornhub thing what JOI stood stood for. I'm like, I don't know, man. What is that? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? One of the most searched it's for joy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> joy. Yeah. All right. Anyways, that was one of those things where you're like, yeah, that's uh, when that, I was scrolling through. There were numerous. And I, I, they were actually, you know, some of my favorite parts of the show was every January, kind of mid-January, Pornhub would release their most searched terms of course, from the year before. Of course. We never should have given that up. That was, well, we can still bring that There's back. still room for that. There's still room for there that. There are still people watching porn, I think. Well, <laughs> I, the pandemic tells me that uh, it's actually gone through the roof. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. So, uh I don't know. I, I scrolled through. There was a lot of stuff like that. Just grabbed a couple that uh, that jumped out. But um, yeah, that's sort of for the listeners who've been around that long. God love you. Uh, that's why we changed approaches to the uh, the way we titled episodes. But um, I think we're gonna have to find kind of a happy happy medium somewhere. Not well, see, happy, how many happy. times have you laughed in this episode? No, I get it, man. I for sure. It was a different show, right? And uh, you know. We'll have to find a way to kind of work this back in a little more often. And there's lots of weak, um, I was going to say weak sports weeks, but I could have phrased that. <laughs> lots better, of weak takes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, where we can squeeze more of these stories back in. But at the same time, the world's a little more fucking sensitive too. And, and that was sort of what we were pushing against early on. But there's some things that you <sighs> aren't funny. I, I don't know, man. Wait, right. Uh, right. But there's, there's things also we talked about. Um, when we and during the pandemic, we had a conversation. I remember I was sitting in my kitchen table, and we were talking about the um, the warnings that were coming in the front of Disney movies. Yes, and we tackled all kinds of things at that point, right? The uh, Black Lives Matter and mm-hmm. and First Nations people in this country, and 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 things that it wasn't always goofy, right? Frat boy shit that was talked about. There was there was all kinds of 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 interesting, and we can still do that. Yep. I think I think there's there's still a place for all that. Hundred percent, man. Um, I don't know. Saturday, I'm looking forward to it, man. Shride's going to be in here. Maddie's going to be in here. The first time the uh, the four of us have ever all been in. Uh, yeah, you, Maddie, and I have been in the same studio yeah, back in uh, Grey Cup week. And Correct. Then, not just that, but uh, at the worst down at Union Station. Oh, at the worst. And uh, there was another one. Uh, was it a Kelsey's? We sat oh, in there. It Jack, turned out the Jack terribly. Astors? No, it wasn't the Jack Astors. It was the other one right across from, uh, down from Union. Oh. It turned out terrible. On the same, on the same side as Union. Yes. Um, uh, I think it was still a Kelsey's. It's now something else, but uh, the true. audio quality was That's awful, true. man. We, I was trying some things, right? It's different audio equipment, different little pieces yeah, yeah. you could drop in the middle places, of the table. Yep. That one, maybe, maybe the worst audio quality of anything we've ever. Oh, I blame Maddie on that. Of course, man. Um so yeah, but otherwise, yeah, you uh, you and Maddie have been in together with the uh, with the uh, you Scotty Mac. 
Oh, Scotty Mac. Then. And we'll talk about that on Saturday because that to me is a hallmark moment. Yeah, turn the corner a little bit. Yep. And uh, and so we'll we'll kind of do our best on uh, on episode one thousand to to navel gaze just a little, but also to uh, we'll have some topics, we'll have some things to kick around. Yeah, yeah. Bit. I think and I think we've done a good a good and, and a bit of nasal navel gaze. That was kind of the idea. Get some of that out of the way here. Yep. Like look back a little. But I'm looking forward to with the four of us. There's yeah. there's a there's opinions abound. Yeah. Right, dynamic uh, and for sure. Feel like a right? table. A well, bit and, the, and the beauty is you'll have you'll have Shrides who who brings the the female perspective, women's sports, mm-hmm. the CFL. She's f- super knowledgeable, right? But she's going to bring all that. Yep. Maddie as the NBA expert and and the expert air quotes bringing that Toronto perspective. Yeah, and the... and and he's got you know he's a he's a bit of an NFL guy. The, the two oh, pat yeah. the two Pats fans yeah, over Brady, here, and two front runners, the Brady bunch on the side. Yeah, there. exactly. And so uh, you with the solid uh, hand on the on the rudder, and and I'm the one who brings. <laughs> That's what I do. I just keep my hand over yeah, here on my rudder. <laughs> yeah, who, who, who leads who leads the episode in f bombs apparently, and uh, <laughs> stories that involve transferring feces from a toilet bowl to a hotel bed. You do lead that department. That's me, baby. That's what I <laughs> at one to zero to zero to <laughs> zero. <laughs> yeah, and let's keep it at one. I think one was good, <laughs> but it was great. It it's really a great was. story. Uh, episode one thousand drops Monday, August eighth. We hope you'll check that out. And quite frankly, if you suck around for nine hundred ninety nine of these, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, what's one more uh, shot to your intellect? Uh, we will bring that to you with uh, with Shrides and Maddie Lang in-house with us. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you're hearing us right now. Google Podcasts, Apple Pods, Spotify, wherever you are, there's a follow button. There's a subscribe button. Go ahead. Fuba! Trip over your fat fucking tongue once more on the way out the door. Tongues and chins. You fucking asshole. That's $9.99. See you Monday. Stop the hammering. Stop the hammering. Jesus Christ, crazy fucking sound coming in my ear. It just fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. Thanks for listening. You can get more TCA at TallCanAudio.com or by searching TallCanAudio on your favorite podcast app. Fucking out of control shit.